0: Hey guys, this is Soul Sisters with your soul sisters, Jesse, Katz. <laughs> and Dara Gala. What's going on, Dara? Oh, chilling. 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 Chillin on this coffee. rainy morning yep. in New York City. Um, I had a lovely morning. I woke up super early this morning and uh, caught up on my New York Times delivery that I'm constantly drowning in. Paper? Paper. You get it delivered? The yeah. paper? I didn't know that. Support your not fake news. That's so nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had to downgrade from a daily delivery to Saturday and Sunday because daily was way too ambitious. And I was telling myself for a while, as they piled up unread, that it was still like an important Mm -hmm. thing I was doing, supporting the New York Times. Yes. Um, But I started to get really... Uh, anxious about the amount of recycling that was building up in my house. Just and just like stressful
2: release. to like watch what you haven't to read. look at what yeah. you haven't read. Like It's bad things. enough
0: that I have a stack of books by my bed that never goes down. So a stack of totally. newspapers did not need to happen as well. Anyway, but this morning I plowed through some of Sundays and they had this awesome profile of Cheryl Crow mm-hmm. who has a new album coming out and I, like, rediscovered Shale Crow recently um, and my insane love for her. And apparently the new album sounds a lot like her early albums, cool.
2: which is very exciting. What was your entry into rediscovering?
0: Um, I think I was, like, who else do I miss from the 90s searching through Spotify one day? Nice. And I was living in L.A. and, like, driving around a lot and just, like, getting into such deep spotify times back then um and cheryl is such a good one to belt out in your car such a good belting like leaving las vegas and if it makes you happy and like all this and then you can like get real sad and do like strong enough and i shall believe like she just touches all the emotions are you
2: strong enough to be my man yes
0: you remember that she plays that what's that australian instrument that's in that song i don't know um what's it called anyway such good stuff! So I'm very excited. Cool. We, we love our '90s icons on the show. Yeah, She's and I like it when they're not one.
2: when they're not trying to reinvent
0: necessarily.
2: Yeah, you know, it's right. it's cool to keep up with the times and and obviously stay fresh, but
0: and she was good at that. I mean. I prefer her earlier stuff. But like "Soak Up the Sun" was a huge song, Ooh, you know. Like, was, yeah, she went was like a little later? super pop, and it was huge for her. Yeah, yeah it was like early two thousand, okay, around yeah. two thousand or something, I think. Um, but yeah, I guess this is kind of like getting back to her roots. Um, although apparently the lyrics are super modern, which is interesting. Like to think about someone like Cheryl Crow writing about selfies, <laughs> but in a way that they say sounds like her earlier songs. I don't that know. I'm a super nice curious. Academy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um anyway, love versatile artists. Yeah. Like, I'm excited like Cheryl. For that. Um and yeah, so speaking of versatile artists, <laughs> we have one on the show today. Yeah, Arthur Moon. Arthur Moon. Um, which Laura is Laura Faye Ashavid. Yes, is the I mean, would you say that she is the band or she leads the band? It's one of those tricky sh- she is the band but
2: the But it's not just but her. It's collect- right. Right. There are other band members that are under that. Right.
0: Line. But I guess even if she decided to do like a solo thing, she might still call it Arthur Moon. I don't know. I don't think so. I guess so. we'll see. Yeah, I no? don't know. Okay.
2: It's one of those mysteries, yeah. I think. Can go either way.
0: Yeah. Well Laura Fay. Yeah. uh was very cool. And I saw her show. What was it? The night after she came in here mm-hmm. um, at Rough Trade in Brooklyn, and it was a really mesmerizing show. And I remember leaving, and people around me were like talking about how amazing she was, and that and that they had seen her before. She was Arthur Moon, even, and that she's like gotten even better. And um, she seems to be a, a Brooklyn fave. Yeah. Yeah. It's out. Mm-hmm. Out shit. Yeah, it is out shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she does, like, cool Beatles sampling, and, uh, you know, obviously her original stuff is awesome, so... We, we don't often have guests like this Yeah, on podcasts. No, this it's is exciting. cool. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, it kind of feels like a discovery one, even though she has, like, a huge fan base already, but maybe for some of you guys listening, you can discover her now, and, uh, I think you'll want to after you listen to this. Mm-hmm. So, here we go. Arthur Moon.
2: I'm excited to meet you. Um, it's been a long time. We've been trying to make this happen. Um, and your EP just came out last Yay. week, this week, right? This
3: yes, Friday.
2: Woohoo! Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. It is very, very cool. Yeah, it it's is. It's a weird yeah. thing that we made.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, you think it's weird, or it's weird that you made it, or it's, it's weird, weird that it's out? <laughs> I really hope it's weird. Yeah. I was
3: like trying for a thing that, that people would listen to it and be like, that was weird. Okay. But I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Why, why, why is weird the objective um let's let's talk about what weird even
3: means
0: yeah what does weird well another descriptor
2: that's often used is like pleasantly uncomfortable or like something like that like discordantly unpleasant yeah yeah (laughs) so like weird you know weird is a little more vague but like wait discordantly unpleasant like unpleasant what what are the like they said like, like juxtaposing words unpleasant. I'm not going like signing unpleasant, unpleasant. Ple- pleasantly or like, you know, like pleasantly discordant.
0: Pleasantly, or right. I love that. Oh, that's that. better. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Discordantly unpleasant. Right, <laughs> those, <laughs> those, those are too rude. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, right. Pleasantly discordant. Something like something that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Something like uncomfortable
0: yet pleasant to listen to
2: I really dig that feeling yeah of being uncomfortable
3: and kind of happy, secretly happy about it is
0: that you know? what you are into listening to yes okay. not always
3: but often yeah. yeah I think Radiohead does that mm-hmm. and Bjork, you hold the mic a little sorry bit. Bjork does that a lot um yeah yeah and hopefully we do it
0: <laughs> <laughs> how many years in the making was this EP I'm guessing years. Years, yeah. Okay. It was going
3: to be a totally different thing that I was going to put out under my name. Um, two of the songs on there. Uh-huh. Uh, so we started recording in like 2014. Okay. Maybe?
2: When you say we, is it the same band setup as bef- as now? Uh,
3: same drummer Dave. Same bassist Marty. Same guitar player Nick. And everyone else has kind of spun around a little bit. Uh huh.
2: Yeah. So you have been working on it since 2014, basically. I think. I think so.
0: Do they all also have day jobs? <laughs> um, Let's talk about the superhero <laughs> life that you yeah. lead, because that's what it's like to me for you to have a day job that is unrelated to music and then put out an EP like that.
3: For a while, it was amazing. Like when I first started the day job, uh-huh. I would get on the train, and I would be like giggling like <laughs> looking at people's work shoes for some reason is like very entertaining to uh-huh. me uh and I just felt like it was so much fun to play pretend like that like I why was what were it you doing jacket.
2: before that day job I yeah. was
3: trying to make music work and it as I, a full as full-time time? and it was
2: I, I was living with my mom so yeah, it yeah. worked okay so you'd like play shows and and sell
3: and merch and yeah and it was just me mm-hmm. so I like could keep the money right but That didn't work for very long. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah. Does your mom live here? She does. Yeah, she lives in Brooklyn. I grew up in Brooklyn. What part of Brooklyn? Park Slope. You grew up in Park Slope? I grew up in Park Slope. Oh, so you've seen the full evolution. It has
3: changed.
0: Mm. Yeah, I used to live in Park Slope. Um, I first lived on 3rd, between 4th and 5th, and a friend of mine grew up in Park Slope, and she was like, when I grew up, you could not go to 5th Avenue by yourself. No, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's like... Good luck being able to afford a cup of coffee on Fifth Avenue. It's and Park wild. Sloan. It's
3: really wild.
0: Do you live there now? No. Okay. I live out
3: in Queens now, which is cheap and dope. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like that's better for the artistic lifestyle it and works. inspiration. As yeah. Gets. Yeah. Yeah. Did you
2: say as cheap not, as it gets? Not as it gets. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but better than, Park, than Slope. Park Slope. Cheaper than Park Slope. Cheaper than Park Slope and most of Brooklyn. That, probably yes. All of Brooklyn. I'm sure.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where else in Manhattan or in in New York? Is cheaper than Queens? Deep Queens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bronx. Mm, it's like riddle me this. Yeah, Bronx. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Probably on par. Yeah. Anyway, good call. Yeah. <laughs> it's Very inside baseball now. Right. <laughs> new York real estate. Um. So you moved out on your own. Yes. Okay. A while ago, I lived in
3: Bushwick and Ditmas and uh-huh. all over Brooklyn, and then eventually found a new borough. yes There you go. But and you're. Fr- were you born in Sweden? no okay. this is like t- totally gotten out of hand right I imagine if you're not
0: <laughs> uh, I think you gotta I fix your Wikipedia page yeah,
3: yeah. okay I'm Swedish <laughs> my dad was Swedish his whole family is still there was your dad born in Sweden my dad was born in Sweden they're all there uh, I am a Swedish citizen but I. By virtue of your father. By being
0: virtue of my
2: father. Okay. Yes. But was not born. You were born I was not in New York. Born, I was born in Manhattan, <laughs> Mount Sinai Hospital. That is
0: interesting how it does get out of hand. It's everywhere in your That's funny, stuff, but I know? wonder if it adds something. It does. To like your mystique that maybe isn't necessarily a bad thing. I, do, I
3: think it's. I feel super yeah. uncomfortable about it. <laughs> do you? It. I don't really speak
2: Swedish. Because, it's not because people true. ask you and you're like, I have nothing to people say. People speak British. Swedish to me. And I'm like, <laughs> <"Yeah."> <laughs> so did you you speak was did your dad, dad speak speak a tiny
3: at home? little bit of swedish my dad wasn't around when i was growing up he okay. died so okay
0: yeah so so no swedish or you could learn swedish and you know just evolve to the misinformation That's right. instead of Fixing That's
3: right. it. I could just be a total fraud.
0: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that seems to work. Is it a fraud? People have different personas That's in public true. life. That's true. Or you could fuck with people. Yeah, right. you could just like not <laughs> try to
2: be honest and just be I'm like, "I'm fucking yep. with you right so, now." Right. Like, <laughs> you're like super sweet. I flew yeah. here <laughs> right. this morning. You
0: What's like googled choice? Brooklyn neighborhood. It said Park <laughs> Slope, <laughs> and you're like, "That's where I'll say That's I good. live." Yeah, yeah. Okay. So always New York. Got it. When did music start happening for you?
3: Music started happening. In, like, a serious way, I started writing music in high school. Uh Uh-huh. And then I, like, went to college and studied art, contemporary art, but was, like, always thinking about music. And then after college, I just went into it. Okay.
0: 2010. So I have different questions about that. So starting with writing music, were you also playing any instruments or you were just songwriting? I was playing guitar in high school. Okay. Puff the
3: Magic Dragon, <laughs> uh-huh. strumming on the shitty Yamaha. Right. The Were you part thing. of a band? Open or was mics. It, uh, open mics, really? Uh, open mics, the whole thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I had a band that, it was just like me and this other girl, and we would sing harmonies in high school. And then in college, I had a band called The New Lows with my friend Matt, and we would sing like vaguely humorous songs and play like really shitty acoustic guitar at okay. like all the college parties.
2: And you were totally self-taught, right? You just picked it up and
0: went with it. That part Pretty is much. true. Yes, that is true. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't read music or any of that stuff. Uh-huh. And you went to Smith, right? I did. Dara, do you have any questions about the experience of going to Smith? Do you guys know we, about Smith? No, we had a guest before who also went to <laughs> an all, all women's girls' college. All women? Yeah. And, and, and I like blew, like
2: blew my mind. And Jesse was like, what is wrong with you? I find it an interesting <laughs> choice. We could talk about that. <laughs> what What was the choice to go to the decision to go, Smith?
3: I like girls. I liked being around girls. I, I visited, and I was like, this is going to be weird. My friend was there, and I just felt so fucking comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I got a great education and like did all kinds of wild, crazy shit and just loved it. Sounds uh, like a perfect college mm, experience. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I didn't miss. I didn't miss the men at
3: all. Do you think it was no.
2: less of a distracting situation?
3: With I that? think. Well, like in terms of the education, I think dudes just like take up a lot of space. Right. In class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was nice to have like a little respite from that. I think it it can like build people's confidence. I'm
0: getting really happy. <laughs> no, no. Well, I, I want to talk. There are days when I wish that I went to an all-women's company where I worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm like, what if we had a meeting where, like, all the yeah. men were not in this meeting right now? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I bet a lot of women would be speaking who have never spoken before in this meeting. For real. Yeah. 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 So I can imagine college would be Yeah, for similar. it to be in
2: a real-world situation, an all-female environment, feels different. And co- Again, different like, than this college. is how I felt in college, and I was just so unaware of, what was good for me in any way at that time Uh you know (laughs) (laughs) so that's cool I loved it yeah
0: Yeah. so you were doing music then yes in college yes okay was it this
2: kind of same style this no it was like discordant I mean it was
3: definitely discordant I don't think I like really properly learned how to tune a guitar until like five minutes ago um, <laughs> congrats. Yeah, Thanks.
2: but dude, that's probably Major been really helpful in, in creating your own style and vibe. In that like, there are no rules to break, there are no yeah. rules to know and. Totally, I've been
3: thinking about this a lot lately because I've been doing these like, s- I'm working on this new stuff and I'm like stacking layers of vocals And I've been like starting with like the melody, like a couple cents off, like just a little out and then singing the stacked harmonies also like just a little bit out, but like in tune with each other, but out of tune with the music. And it just sounds so dope to me. (laughs) And uh, yeah, no, I think that's the same thing is like it's like it's like playing with a guitar that's tuned to itself, you know,
2: that's awesome. Does it ever become harder to trust yourself when you say, like, this is so, like, this sounds so out but so good to me? Yeah. Is this just me or will other people sort of jive with that too? I mean, that's the
3: terrifying thing, right? Yeah. Uh, I think on my best days, I don't give a fuck. And on my worst days, it, like, keeps me in bed in the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't think you can ever really know. I think, you know...
2: Right, no matter what kind of music or what kind of art it is, Somebody's it's always that hate same it. question. Yeah, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but w- did you find your band members in college, like the people who are part of your Arthur Moon now? No, Were actually,
3: I um, I met the the oldest member of the band, Nick. Um, I was in a band called Yonkersville Marching Society, which was like a it's like a rock duo, me and this guy Victor, and we would switch off. Playing drums and electric guitar and singing like all throughout the set, like every song, he would just like run back and forth. It was great, um, and uh, and his band, Nick's band, uh, the Shoestring Review, used to open for us on shows, and so I loved his playing. He just sounded like terrible in the best way.
1: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping.
3: He's actually like a really gifted jazz guitarist, but he just refuses to play chords. Uh-huh. Uh, so I obviously really right. like him. <laughs> <laughs> and he joined the band like 2012 or something like that uh-huh. and has been like playing with me ever since.
2: So awesome. But going by Arthur Moon new. is a new thing. Yes. 2017. Yeah, almost. 2016. 2016. Yeah, like last spring. So, yeah. and how is Arthur Moon as a project different?
3: Oh, man. When I was going by my name, it was, like, a lot more folk rock influenced. I was like, I'm going to write verses and choruses and bridges. And at a certain point, I just realized I I didn't want to do that anymore. And I felt like I needed to kind of delineate the change
0: there. And this is it? This is it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Does anyone in your family play music?
3: No. Really? Oh, my uncle, actually, is a killing guitar player and okay. has a band, and I'm producing his record right now. Really? I don't know when it's going to come out. <laughs> he goes by Waylon, okay. and it's like it's like not like my music at all. It's really fun. Yeah.
2: So w- producing, what are you what are your actual roles
3: with my uncle? Yeah. Uh, I'm like chilling in the studio with him <laughs> and like trying to convince him to like play some wrong notes every uh, once in a while. It's like <laughs>
2: mostly <laughs> trying to
3: kind get the weird <laughs>
2: out of him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
3: I'm also producing um a record for this band called Evelyn um, which I'm actually really really excited about. It's like a really cool rock band. Uh uh-huh. yeah.
2: Cool. So you're having you have
0: your hands in producing as well for other projects. I'm hoping That's
2: to start doing that more. Yeah,
3: it's a new thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So you guys, you're playing tomorrow, right? Yes, rough, tomorrow. rough trade show tomorrow rough And is there is there a tour to promote the EP or what's
3: there is not a tour. We okay. did a little tour in December. Uh huh. Um, and I just lost all my money. Like, all of it. Mm. So I can't do it again.
0: Wait, talk about (laughs) that. (laughs) No, this is the real The real thing. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, We, like, thought we would, things would happen that didn't. Like? Like press Mm -hmm. and press. And now,
2: it's a different story.
3: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yes, we're working with the dopest ladies. Yes. (laughs) At Curly Action. Awesome. Ever. It's...
0: It's a big step. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, um, I have a question about wind up. Yeah. It's a pretty social consciousnessy mm-hmm. song. Oh shit! Some serious messages that float through there. <laughs> oh, that if no. you're like not really paying attention, you don't quite catch it. I I, I think the first like. Couple times I listened to it, I didn't quite get it, and then the third time I was like, wait wait, "Wait, wait, rewinds." I was like, "Oh," and I like wrote down those phrases. Can you talk about that song a little bit? Who is that sample? It's, it's this a, it's a guy sample. whose
3: name I can't pronounce. Is it? It's Ivan Illich. Okay, he's this like social commentary dude, uh-huh. and he wrote this book called "Deschooling Society," and those are all quotes from mostly from that book. A couple things that he said in like an interview that I found like in the in the internet somewhere Uh one night um and uh he had some crazy shit to say about the way that institutions um affect the way that we think about uh what we need and how we can
0: get it Mm -hmm. can you quote any of them or or do i need to do it and (laughs) embarrass myself oh my god (laughs) uh probably you should do it okay I mean, whatever. I'm not going to, like, sing or anything. <laughs> Medical treatment is mistaken for health care is one. Yeah. Police protection is mistaken for safety. Um, one that speaks to me is the rat race is mistaken for productive work. Mm. That's heavy, yeah. heavy shit. Yeah. What
2: was the evolution? Did you find him and discover this audio track and then build the song around it? Or was it vice versa? It's actually not him speaking. I like couldn't
3: really find any recordings of him saying any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like I got someone to say it and then I like affected it and made it sound, you know, weird and out. And did and you, there, sorry, did ahead. you build
2: the story of the, of the song, the bird after like I, was it crafted It was kind together? of a, a simultaneous okay. thing. They, they
3: existed together. Mm. Yeah.
0: So is this part of what I read is like a, a kind of collage making process of your songwriting. yeah. Can you talk about that? Definitely.
3: Um, I like to uh, cut up like magazine articles and newspaper articles and make poems and then write the lyrics sort of based on those poems.
2: Do you actually cut and then, so like you have a visual representation of your songs? Yes. They're not
3: always like the exact lyrics by any means, Uh but they like inspire the lyrics.
2: Talk about cool merch. Yeah, yeah, I you know. that. Like that's a Like ransom idea. notes yeah. that are actually
3: That'd the lyrics dope. to your song. For sure. That's a really good idea. <laughs> yeah. Boom.
0: There you go. All right. Do <laughs> manager. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, um, and uh, what's up with the aphasia? Is that a real thing or is that another a, internet rumor? <laughs> that's a real thing. I'm like worried right now I know. to ask well, you about all this fake news that's it's online my something we should you. always fake keep news. in mind. Yeah. It's like, right. is this? Right. <laughs>
3: Uh, I was thinking about, like, Bob Dylan and how he used to just, like, straight up make shit up. Exactly. Yeah. That's up. Yeah. Um, no, that's real. I, okay. I actually, it's been much better lately, but I get these, like, weird migraines that kind of have stroke symptoms. Um, so, like, half of my body will go numb. Yeah. And, like, I think this is common with all migraines. I get these, like, big, crazy, like, static things in my field oh, of vision. Mm-hmm. Um, but the crazy, the really crazy thing is is the language. So yeah. I'll be, like, totally cognizant but I'll, but I'll be reading, and I'll be reading like the newspaper, but my mind will be registering like totally total gibberish, and it's usually like really funny, like mm-hmm. roller coaster glasses, you know what? Just like Banana random. Peel. Sh- exactly. Right.
2: Right. Are you having a terrible pain in your brain at the same time, or are you like you can function, but your language is just. It's not, like,
3: it's usually not painful. Sometimes I'll get, like, a headache afterwards, but mostly it's just, like, a little off-putting uh, and, like, really fun for me. It's not fun for whoa. anyone around me, wow. but huh. I'm like, this is so crazy. Like, what is my brain just inventing these words? Yeah. I'll be trying to say, like, I'm fine, I'm just having this migraine, and I'll just be like, Christmas?
2: <laughs> so <laughs> What did this
3: come about for you? It started in college, and it was, like, really bad in college and at the end of college and it's gotten much better since and It must I've... have
2: been scary at
0: first. Yeah,
3: it was yeah. really terrifying. I like got what's that thing called when you go in the machine a cat, cat scan, scan or... which is I don't, have you ever had a no. cat scan?
0: Oh my god, I think I would have a panic attack yeah. getting Pretty a cat scan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's
3: t- like particularly if your ears are sensitive to sound, uh-huh. it's just like, like this whirring. is the end of it, time. Yeah. This yeah. is the apocalypse.
0: Thank <laughs> <I'm laughs> <here. God.
2: laughs> So, were you were you listening to a lot of Bjork and Radiohead and and things that are have inspired you since then? Like at that time, was it like all this great like coming together of these? Sonic um, Forces? I was
3: listening to Radiohead a bit then. I didn't discover Bjork until a few years ago, which was, like, a big moment for me. My right. Nick, who's the guitar player, is a big fan. He, like, you can put on any Bjork song in the car, and he will sing along in, like, a very apt falsetto. <laughs> it's really amazing.
2: <laughs> so he kind of hit me to her. Yeah. Um, so, with the, sorry, when the diagnosis came and when you're like, okay, this is what it is, it's cool. Now you can enjoy it, and do you actually write? Like, do you use the these moments? Yeah, do you record yourself? I don't record myself. Again, it's Have like, you not ever? A frequent. It's not like okay, an all okay. the time thing. Yeah.
3: Um, I've never recorded myself doing that. Oh, man. No. Maybe I should yeah. next time. Just I like mean, another on one. Another boom. Yeah. You yeah. guys. Yeah. Merch. <laughs> <laughs> record like yourself. A little audio. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll make a recording. I'll, I'll send it to you guys. Okay, thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. you. Yeah. It's a little private. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: but man, so it's really, it's more of like
0: the idea that inspires, that's part of the writing I mean, is it like people who like do hallucinogenics and then are like, it like freed me up somehow and unlock something and now it's like something that I can tap into? Yeah, I think it was just like kind of
3: accessing this, this feeling of being disoriented uh-huh. and realizing that I liked it. Yeah. And then thinking about like all of the other ways that that happens and realizing that actually music for me, anyway, is the place where that happens like the most profoundly, where it feels like the most accessible and the and the most sort of raw. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happens like you know, like a roller coaster is right. that, and like falling in love is that. Right. And I think we we kind of constantly seek that. Yeah, like doing hallucinogenic drugs or, yeah. you know, all of that. Yeah, something that gets you
0: outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah well, cool. you typically write something like on GarageBand, like make a demo on your own and then share it with the band or what's the process like? That's
3: uh, that's the process lately. I've been trying to get out of that a little bit. Um, I do stuff with Marty who is the bass player and who produced Room, which is the first track on the EP. Mm-hmm. Um, we co-wrote that together. So I like sent him some terrible GarageBand shit <laughs> and then he sent me something that actually sounded like music (laughs) and then you know we went back and forth as as one does Uh um but there's a moment when that stops and we just bring it to the band in a room and that's when things get really interesting because I I like to make sure that everyone feels like they have a a sort of stake in in what they're playing Mm -hmm. and and feel like they've kind of written their own part
0: yeah
2: so do all the uh, musicians in your band play in other projects is it a sort of a dance to figure out scheduling and things like that? It can be a dance. We just started
3: working with Cale Hawkins who plays keys for us and he's like, he was just on tour, he just got back from tour with the Blues Brothers. Like, he does crazy shit. Um, So sometimes it can be a little bit of a dance, yeah. But um, I've gotten to this point where they are all sort of saying that they'll make time, which Mm -hmm. is a really great, Exciting feeling, That's yeah. Like something I don't want to like fuck up,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> so, what are you gonna do now in this time? The EP's out. Working on new stuff. Working on new stuff. Might
3: put out a single soon. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe two two songs on a single. Whoa. Wow. Seven <laughs> inches <laughs> of joy. I don't know. We'll see. Talk Craziest about money. Joy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. We're working with this label uh, called Velvet Elk. And uh-huh. they are helping us out with some stuff. So hopefully awesome. they'll be awesome.
2: into that. Yeah. How, how did the decision to do the Beatles cover oh, man. come about?
3: Um, I was sitting around drinking with some friends, playing acoustic guitar in a room. <laughs> and we were looking through one of those like old fake books. Uh-huh. And someone was like, can you sing this dumb Beatles song? And I started playing it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is a beautiful chord progression these Which are song? like the uh, while my guitar g- gently weeps uh these are like beautiful this is a beautiful melody and so i i like start playing it and i was like wow this this chorus is so dumb i'm just not gonna sing it <laughs> and then i was like wow I, actually this is really interesting if i instead of saying while my guitar gently weeps if i say there's one pass of the chorus where he says still my guitar gently weeps if i just sort of repeat this like phrase still it mm-hmm. kind of takes on all of these varied meanings in with regards to the verses mm. yeah and then we like put it into the garage band and things started to happen Arthur moon bit
0: up <laughs> yeah is <Yeah. laughs> that complicated legally to cover a Beatles song I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. They're it's so Spotify deconstructed. Now, it's, it's, fine. Fine. it's like yeah. totally its own He's gonna thing. Recognize. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's called Beatles. Exactly. <laughs> did George Harrison write that? <laughs> he did. I uh, I was just listening to some old vinyl that I stole from my dad last time I was home in Ohio and I took the concert for, what is it concert for Bangladesh from him, which was like this huge benefit concert that George Harrison did. In the '70s, a bunch of people were on it. Dylan's on it, but there's like a bunch of George Harrison performing on it. And I forget how fucking great he was, yeah, as his own artist, yeah. And like, I think I knew him individually as an artist from like "My Sweet Lord" and like some like cheesier quote unquote songs that I discovered in the '80s. But those are great songs too. Yeah, yeah. it's
2: yeah. endless. It's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. He's pretty
0: amazing. <laughs> George, underrated Beetle. Amen. Um, cool. So, okay. Do you play around in New York? Like, is it possible for people to keep an eye out for you? Aside from the see Rough Trade? you performing? Yes, we're
3: playing yeah, at Rough Trade. Yeah, because this will come out
0: after Rough Trade, so. Uh,
3: we're playing at Rough Trade. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. We're playing at, I like put together a bill at Come on, everybody.
0: Oh, yeah. I just went there for the first time. I love that place. It's awesome.
3: Eric, the guy who runs it, is just like the biggest sweetie ever. Yeah. And they only book awesome shit. It's I don't know true. How they do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just this tiny, tiny room mm-hmm. in a bar. Mm hmm. With like an art gallery on the side? Yeah. That's great. Pretty unassuming, but always great. So Uh I put together a bill there with my friend's band, Raya Was. Okay. She's awesome. She used to play with us, and she um, tours a lot with Autre Nouveau. Uh Uh-huh. And then Erica Esso, which Mm. is a – female name but the lead singer is a dude uh-huh. um so i thought that Arthur would just be, be cute yeah, but, but look at they're that. actually like <laughs> really really awesome yeah amazing band that i've been like fangirling over so i think it's going to be a very cool bit. and that's may
0: 13th sweet okay awesome. may 13th yeah. guys yeah. come on everybody which good i'm happy to promote that venue too awesome cool. so yeah get it um, all right. All right, Laura Fay, thank you so much. Thank this you. was thank awesome. You Congrats. The EP, really Our Head, is out everywhere. It's beautiful. So, go find it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Little wind <laughs> up, but.
1: Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that